Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health. By integrating the comprehensive animal health product portfolio of Merck Animal Health with the innovative technologies of all flex livestock intelligence, we are shaping the future of animal health, resulting in more effective solutions and healthier animals. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. We're gonna have a great show. Dr. Mike Apley is gonna be with us from Kansas State University. We're gonna talk about treatment protocols, case definitions, and a whole lot more. Thanks for joining us here on Doc Talk. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. Look who's back. Friend and colleague, Dr. Mike Apley. Uh, still, I tell everybody that he was a brand new professor at Iowa State when I first got to vet school, best uh, teacher that I've had in school. So um, it's always a pleasure to, to get here and uh, spend some time with Dr. Apley, who is the Frick Professor. He is in the Department of Clinical Sciences here at Kansas State University's College of Veterinary Medicine. Um, all things feedlot, all things pharmacology, food animals, you name it, laundry list of, of things that you do for our industry and we really appreciate it. Thanks. So let's talk about treatment protocols. And, you know, I still use, in my yards, I still use the same treatment formats and protocols that you instilled in us uh, and have so many other people, but let's just kind of start from the top. Well, the first thing is not everyone has them. And the question is, why should I have them? I think that's the biggest question. And selfishly, they're a really, really good way for a veterinarian to communicate with their clients. It's a great way to put down what are we going to do on paper. And then when you have it on paper, it's not only a great reference point for the future, but it's a pivot point for us to talk about what we're doing and to go back and reevaluate it and have a formal reevaluation every six months or at minimum every year of what we're doing, what we're seeing, how everyone's feeling about it. And it's also a place that when you're building it, everyone has their two cents in. You include everyone, everyone gets to be heard and put in their thoughts and, and off you go. And it, it's a, I don't know if formal is really the word, but it's a, uh, it is kind of a formal way to put down what we've agreed on, what we're going to do. It's kind of like a business plan or a strategic yeah. plan only for treatments. Because when I get out there and someone sets the deal down with five different types of antibiotics and they go, I think this one needs, you know, drug XYZ. I'm like, you know, I kind of missed that lecture in vet school that that, yeah. <laughs> that you can just look at them and say, sure it's the only one you missed. But in, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I went to most of them. <laughs> Maybe some of the small animals. Uh, okay, let's just stop there. <laughs> anyway, uh, the other reason for it, besides the internal needs and, and the communication part, is we need to get our ducks in a row to have them because I really think you're going to have to have a documented protocol that people can look at to get, enter a lot of the food chains in the future, yeah. uh, the market channels. It's going to be required that you have that. Let's get them done now and use them to our advantage but that i've had so many great conversations based off treatment protocols and building them and a, and a lot of concerns come out or questions the questions are great and there's been more than one time when i've had to go back to the books to answer questions that came up and build them yeah and so um and i would agree that and they're they're vital to um having the follow-up discussions when things aren't going right too Absolutely. We see a lot of producers that don't have a relationship with their veterinarian. 
what what's your recommendation there let's find a way to get it I, I, it's it's what the industry needs we need to be working together and we're heading sometimes with a lot of hard decisions about how we do things and a lot of outside people looking at how we do things and we need to be one voice and how we address that awesome dr mike apley you're watching doc talk thanks for joining us we'll be right back after these messages hey folks welcome back to doc talk dr dan thompson here with my friend and colleague dr mike apley who is the Frick Professor of Clinical Sciences in Clinical Sciences at uh, Kansas State University's College of Veterinary Medicine, um, world-renowned pharmacologist, and that's no joke. It's an uh, honor to have you on the show again. Been on here many times, but let's talk about case definitions. So the first thing about a treatment protocol is let's figure out what we're treating. And everything hinges off that we can only talk about treatment response or treatment outcomes or what we're doing with the cattle if we know what we're treating and i get eye rolls on that because like if we got to write that down we got problems right <laughs> yeah. but so for example uh, one of the things we do in training students and we also do in clinical trials is we have illness scores which are really a depression score mm -hmm. for bovine respiratory disease which is the majority of what we deal with so let's put numbers to it. And it can be as simple as zero is we'd all agree they're healthy. They're bucking and kicking and looking good. And four is they can't get up. Those are the bookends. And then in between, we'll have three different stages. One is, well, let's argue if they're sick or not. Two is we'll agree they're sick. And three is they should have been treated yesterday. And we can put in stages of depression and all this fancy word, but that's what it is. Yep. Can't get up, normal, and in the middle, those three. <laughs> And so we score, we score together and we talk about what we're seeing. And when, when you're scoring together, if you're arguing between a one and a two or a two and a three, we're there. And, yeah. and we, we, there's a lot of learning to be done in talking about those gradations. If we're arguing between a zero and a three, okay, we got work to yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> but you use that and uh, what's a foot rot? How are we going to classify a foot rot? And when you go back on some of the work you were involved in yep. and you go and over half of them are mechanical lesions, something and foot rot was what, 10 or 15% like yep. that of the poles. It's pretty low. Not everything that's carrying a leg is a foot rot, right? So let's talk about that and get it established for yep. what it can be. And we, we could find pretty quickly that if you're treating a whole bunch of threes, it's, it's time to get deeper in the pen. And right. so we use it all the time because the more severe the lesion, the less of the positive outcome we're gonna have on treatment. So I, I agree with you that it is, is vitally important to, your, to, to not only define what it is, but the severity. And there's two stages. One stage is what's gonna make me get them in the chute. And then once you get in the chute, if it's temperature, if it's listening to them, auscultation, yeah. uh, if it's further evaluation, but the time for doing depression and demeanor of the animal is before they get to the shoot. We do that when we first observe them and bring them in and then try to record it. But then we do something different in the shoot. You put all those together and now we decide if we're going to treat them or not. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, um, and I think that the, the one of the keys that you bring up that I find really, really, um, fun is 
most people that are out there every day in the trenches in our feed yards, uh, pulling cattle and doctoring cattle, have a true passion to learn what it is they're they're seeing. And when you start to put it into a case definition for a syndrome or a illness, it just light bulbs start coming. Well, the other thing is probably most of them are better than I am. They're <laughs> they're really good. I know they are. But when you come together. It goes back to what we talked about before about the veterinarian and the client yeah. all working together. You all learn from it and having some type of case definition to revolve around lets that happen. Yep. Perfect. All right, folks, we're going to take a break and we come back more about treatment protocols with Dr. Mike Apley. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson here with Dr. Mike Apley. He's at Kansas State University. He is the Frick Professor in the Department of Clinical Sciences, um, teaches feedlot classes, teaches pharmacology, um, has taught all of us, not only in school, but uh, at CE events all around the country, all around the world. Lots of service to our country and uh, we got him here on the show. So it's great. Um, when we... Uh, so let's talk about then let's get right down to what the treatment protocol how you how you develop it so we we do this a lot in our classes here and one of the first things is we're not writing a medicine text right we're, we're not yeah. <laughs> we are writing we're basically starting with our case definition we agreed on and it continues to evolve we don't just set it and go it continues to evolve and then after we say yeah we're going to treat this animal now we've got to describe how we're going to treat it and it should be written so that anyone who comes in and helps can look at that protocol and go, oh, here's what I do. I take this size syringe with this needle and I use this drug in this site at this dose. Yep. So at this volume per site. So dose, route, duration, frequency, and withdrawal time. So exactly what do I do? And again, it's like the case definition. People that do it every day go, but we've got to put it down so we all agree. I may find out you're using inch and a halves for sub-Q injections, you know, or vice versa. And so you go, oh, wait a minute. And it's all that in agreement. It's training. But it needs to be, so write it. Like if you were going to tell someone how to tie a shoe that's never done before, you don't just say, well, you reach down and tie it. You say, first you bend over, you grab the ends of the laces, you do this. And it's the same way with the treatment thing. And it's not saying anyone's not smart. It's saying we're going to document every step of the process so we get get it right. And I think that the other side of this is there's some things we treat every day, and there are some things that are sporadic. And I'll be sitting there going, "Huh, what the heck do we do for you know coxie or whatever?" And and so having that, you know, it's kind of macho to say I don't need it, but it's a real relief to have it somewhere close when you do. Yeah, and it's also a way of deciding what everyone's comfortable with. Because, for example, if you're going to talk about what you do with prolapses, there's all different grades and all different stages. And it's a, a time for everyone to talk about what they're comfortable doing and not doing. Uh, if we're banding cattle and one goes wrong, what do we do? There's some things you definitely don't do. Yep. And then when do I reach the end of my comfort level? and I'm calling somebody. And everyone might be different and that's fine, but let's get it 
just get talked about. But that goes back to the the VCPR, right? Just like we ended every segment. And, you know, it's the veterinarian isn't just there to write a script or write the treatment outcomes. The, the next step is to be there when something goes wrong and they need to be on site or needs needs to have a plan to, to help yep. those animals. It's all just about planning in detail, especially about what you're doing with drugs. And it's not only about drugs, it's how we're going to move cattle through, how we're going to handle them. So, yeah, when you see, uh, you know, the different when, when you walk into a feed yard or you walk into a stock operation and they say, well, our case definition and treat, you're like, okay, I'm probably going to be doing the learning today. Yeah. And these, because they're, they're on it. Yeah. So, well, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up with Dr. Mike Apley. We'll talk a little bit more about treatment protocols. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson here with Dr. Mike Apley. Um, who's the Frick Professor in the Department of Clinical Sciences here at Kansas State University's College of Veterinary Medicine. And uh, we've, uh, we've, done, we've been doing this a long time. Three or four months. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway whenever I get a chance to, to have Dr. Apple on the show, it's, a, it's an honor. And uh, so let's talk about, the, we're talking about treatment protocols. What happens, you know, and now we've, we've developed them, they're in place. What's the follow-up afterwards? So there's two big things. One of the things I didn't mention about the treatment protocol is just as important as what we do is how long we wait to decide the outcome post-treatment interval. Yep. So we've got to agree on that, and we need to agree on that for each drug. Personally, I think there's a pretty standard post-treatment interval that applies to most antibiotics, and you can use that uh, between the vet and the client to decide what works. and and then once you get to the end of the post-treatment interval, we got to decide whether they need more treatment or they don't. And you go, well, that's easy. If they're better or not, okay, what defines if they're better or not? And personally, I, I'd rather have a shoot than a thermometer, a shoot with scales and a thermometer at the end of the treatment period yep. to tell me how they were doing. And visually, if they look good and your eye tells you they're fine, I'm not sure I want to know their temp. Right. I think we can talk ourselves into retreating cattle that don't need it because they still have a fever. Fever's the body's way of responding to disease, and it may carry on a while. So that's those are all things you talk between the caregiver and the veterinarian about how are we going to decide whether they're better or not and whether they need treatment again and when. And then the other part of that is, okay, what if we say they're healthy today? And seven days from now, we see them looking like they need more treatment. How, you know, what's the second treatment? What's the third? What's the case definition? So you can just lay out everything that happens in an animal. We see it in the pen. We yep. say it's coming in. We get it in the chute. We have criteria there. They meet that. Here's what we do. Then how long till they're eligible for treatment again? And then uh, what do we do? Yep. What's the definition? And by the time you lay that all out, you've just talked through everything that happens with an animal that needs treatment. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, and, and we take so much of this for granted. Mm -hmm. But uh, as a veterinarian, we know how powerful, if, if it's laid out in an in a, in a organized manner 
and we do it correctly, we know how powerful that is to evaluate what it is we're doing on, on the health side. Yeah. We both grew up in vet clinics, so we know one of the training techniques is to let you try it and then, uh, at a high level, inform you what you did wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully these these uh, these protocols are a way to do it the other way, where you prepare in advance, and then they're the basis for talking through how things went, how things are going, and uh, and adjusting. That's the big thing about it, the adjusting. And one of the things that we did was we agreed that we could always adjust them. We just need to talk before we do. And if you set that up, that works out really well. Yeah. And like you said, everybody learns so much in those discussions. They learn the pharmacology. We learn what's going on in the place. And you come together and it works. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show. You bet. Thanks, Shadman. Folks, thanks for watching uh, Doc Talk. Remember, if you want to find us, you can find us on the web at www.doctalktv.com. Always work with your local veterinarian. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson here with Dr. Mike Apley, and we'll see you down the road. Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health. By integrating the comprehensive animal health product portfolio of Merck Animal Health with the innovative technologies of All Flex Livestock Intelligence, we are shaping the future of animal health, resulting in more effective solutions and healthier animals. We see you. Working hard from the early mornings to the late nights and every hour in between. We see you. Putting countless miles on your truck, your trailer, and your horses. We see you. The expenses, from fuel to feed to fees, and the inevitable cost we never saw coming. We see you. Young and old, and every race, color, and creed united by a dream. We see you. The pursuit, the desire, the effort, the hope, the goal of being a champion. We see you. And we see that you need a partner that believes in you and your dreams and will work just as hard for you as you're working to bring those dreams to reality. And that's why we're here. To keep your animals healthy and happy with countless products and quick and reliable shipping. Valley Vet Supply. We work hard for you so you can work hard for your dreams. To the cowboys and cowgirls, to the dreamers, we see you.